Thanks for checking out Scotty's Hobbies and Scotty's Auto Talk. On this episode, we are going to be going over, or I'm going to be going over, catalyst efficiency below threshold on your Bank 1 and your Bank 2. So this will be giving you some knowledge on your P0420 and the P0430 and other codes that are catalyst efficiency below threshold and give you some knowledge on a bad catalytic converter as well. While you're watching, watching, while you're listening, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Tell everybody about me in any way that you can, please. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, if I have one of those, everything. Tell everybody about me. If you have a question about your vehicle as well, make sure you contact me either on YouTube at Scotty's Hobbies or Gmail, the real scotty's hobbies at gmail.com that's the real scotty's hobbies at gmail.com also you can send me a text picture message and stuff like that give me the best details of your problem to 925-418-5096 so let's get going on this one catalyst efficiency both uh, below threshold that is going to be the code either bank one or bank two the difference between the bank one that is going to be on like a engine or a vehicle that is only one bank or you only have one catalytic converter down there or if it's a v6 v8 it's going to be on your bank one side for the p0420 and the bank two side for a p0430 if you have a v engine uh, or like a subaru something like that the h engine uh, so that would be the difference between the P0420 and 430. But they're both catalyst efficiency below threshold. And we're going to go over that. Uh, in the past, in say let, like the late 90s, when we were figuring out OBD2 systems, everyone would say, oh, put new oxygen centers on it. It would probably fix the problem. Well, we're figuring out that wasn't the case. These uh, codes coming up were actually the catalytic converters going bad. Um, how do you know your catalytic converter is bad other than by just trusting what your computer is telling you? There's a few things that you could do at home uh, to check the catalytic converter. I'm not sure about few, but there's, we'll go over it. Uh, the easiest thing, if you're getting one of these codes and you think the catalytic converter is bad, get a heat gun, uh, an infrared or a laser heat gun, whatever it is. Get the catalytic converter nice and warm. So like go to the store, go run errands, do whatever. Come back, leave the engine on, check the temperature of the catalytic converter right where the pipe goes in, and then compare that temperature to the exit of the catalytic converter. On the back side of a catalytic converter that is good, you should see at least, if you Google it, it's going to say 20 degrees warmer. But I like to say it should be 50 degrees. I've even seen it like 200 degrees hotter on the exit of the catalytic converter. So... If the in and out of the catalytic converter is the same, you know the catalytic converter isn't doing anything because that means the air is just flowing through. You're getting the same temperature on both sides. You should get a warmer or very hotter temperature on the exit of the catalytic converter. Doesn't matter if it's bank one or bank two, you should see on the exit a way hotter temperature than on the in, on the like inlet of the catalytic converter. So that's the easiest way to check the catalytic converter. Um, and if you see it straight go through, then you know it's bad. There you go. So what if you think the catalytic converter is bad, but you're not getting these codes? You just found this uh, podcast by searching your uh, catalytic converter problems. A bad catalytic converter can do a lot of things. 
it could cause sluggish performance because the exhaust stream is going to be like uh, packed. It's not going to be free to flow through. Uh, the engine needs the free flowing air going out to be able to let air come in. So if the catalytic converter is plugged, you can make it so the exhaust stream is plugged, which will cause a poor uh, engine performance. You will also, when you start getting the bad, bad catalytic converter, you're going to start to see the reduction in acceleration, which again is engine performance, but you're not going to be able to speed up to uh, speed as fast as you would before when the catalytic converter was not clogged. Also, if you see some smoke coming out of the tailpipe and you notice you're not burning any oil, you're not burning any coolant, especially if you see dark smoke coming out of the tailpipe, that is also a sign of a clogged catalytic converter as well as some bad smelling uh, exhaust fumes. So like sulfur or rotten eggs, if you smell that, that's another sign of your catalytic converter going bad as well. Um, if you get a like bright red catalytic converter or you notice that it's like molten red, you're like, oh my God, what's going on? That is not an actual like problem. Well, it's a problem with the catalytic converter at that time. But to get that reaction... You're just dumping fuel into the exhaust and getting that thing hot, hot. So when you have that problem, you really have a fuel delivery issue. And somewhere, somehow, you are running rich as rich AF, really. So figure that out. If So if you're like cherry red, it's molten red, That's you're probably going to be causing some catalytic converter damage at that point, but it's not the cat that's being the problem. There's something causing the cat to act like that. So in that case, you're usually running stupid rich to get the cherry red catalytic converter. So that's if you know your catalytic converter is bad and going over that portion. On these newer vehicles, some of them have four catalytic converters or six. They have a lot of catalytic converters. Should you replace all of those when you get a catalyst efficiency on either side? IMO. In my opinion, no. I would only replace the catalytic converters that are between that bank's oxygen sensors. So there should be on the exhaust stream coming out of the engine you're on each side, uh, you're going to have a oxygen sensor and then a catalytic converter and then there's usually an oxygen sensor, and then sometimes a catalytic converter after that. In that case, only the oxygen sensor between, sorry, only the catalytic converter between the oxygen sensors would need to be replaced. You wouldn't need to re replace the rear catalytic converter in that case. But if you have a oxygen sensor and then a catalytic converter, another catalytic converter, and then the oxygen sensor coming down the exhaust stream, in that case, both of those catalytic converters would need to be replaced. Unless you could deem one or the other bad, which would be really hard, but I would say both of them would need, need to be replaced. But I'm just saying, if you got four cats, only two of them are being, being monitored, replace the ones that need to be replaced uh, to get this thing going right. You don't have to replace all four. Hopefully, this quick little podcast uh, helped you answer some of these questions on your catalyst efficiency below threshold. If they didn't, make sure you get a hold of me. Hit me up on the, uh, what is that, email, Google, Gmail, whatever it is. That's the real Scotty's Hobbies at Gmail. You can find me on YouTube at Scotty's Hobbies. You can find me on Facebook at 
I think it's the Real Scotty's Hobbies on Facebook. Uh, phone me, so text me pictures of whatever you want me to see and ask me questions about it or whatnot. You could do that to 925-418-5096. Like the heck out of this video, or actually it's a podcast, I keep forgetting. And uh, make sure to tell everybody about me. If anybody has questions, hit me up. I'll do my best to help you out. This is your uh, answer to your automotive questions right here. So tell everybody about me. I'll see you guys on the next hopefully helpful podcast. Thanks for listening.